Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 29. Yeah. Almost 30. Mm-hmm. Means nothing. Uh, I'm Chuck. <laughs> and I'm Harlow. And we're back. We took a little break from the martial arts. Uh-huh. We needed to get right back to the martial arts because <laughs> the well, we, break wasn't good. Well, we stopped at a scenic overlook because yes. we haven't made it all the way back to Shaw yet. No. Uh, confession. We cheated on the Shaw brothers. A little bit. I mean... With the Golden Harvest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We had a plan. Uh-huh. We were like, since we're away from the Shaw Brothers, right. why don't we go ahead and watch the non-Shaw Brothers film, which we then learned was not a Shaw Brothers film, Master of the Flying Guill- Guillotine. 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 I mean, guillotine. 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 Um, but see, the confusion comes in is that there is a Shaw Brothers movie called The Flying Gu- Guillotine. Correct. Or Guillotine. Yes. I prefer. But, so we were like, okay, let's watch Master, and then we'll j- that'll ease us back in. Uh-huh. And then doing a little bit of research, we were like, Oh, shit. That's a sequel. (laughs) It is. We're going to be confused. So it's a sequel to a movie called The One-Armed Boxer from 1972. I think just one-armed. There's no the. No the? I I don't know. Okay. I mean, this is all probably very poorly translated. One-Armed Boxer. Sure. Golden Harvest Film 1972. Mm -hmm. So we decided to start there. Yes. And that's what we watched. Uh, It is also available on Amazon Prime. It's an interesting version. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. So I think I think our biggest questions for, for this are going to be: Is the music? Well, I mean, obviously, this is a very wacky dub. Yes. Um, and the question is: Are the music choices in this part of the original, or are they part of the wacky dub? I think they're part of the wacky dub because, for the most part, I don't think any of this soundtrack was original. Sure. Even like the fight sounds and everything sounded like they were done after the fact. So. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't think any of the music was okay. the original choice. And I'll, I say that because we'll talk about it when we get there. But when the music hit, I did some Google searches like someone somewhere has to be saying, what the fuck is up with this music? Right. And no one on the Internet was really saying anything about it. Okay. So this this HD print that's on Amazon has a 2010 copyright on it. I have a feeling this might have been created then. Because the soundtrack doesn't sound old necessarily, no, no, it it's pretty crisp. Mm-hmm. But w- okay, we'll get to that. So, yeah, because there's a cold open and then title sequence. So, I yes. mean, you're introduced to the dubbing before what we're talking about with the wacky music. Correct. Um, so the wacky dubbing is first because this cold open. Um, <laughs> there's this restaurant and there's like three sort of elderly gentlemen sitting around and talking about birds mostly. Like a guy walks in. The, I don't know why. Like, a lot of people are walking around with bird cages, and this one guy walks in, and everyone's like, "Hey, that's a mighty fine bird!" And he's like, "Yeah, it's it's imported. It's from Thailand. It's very special, one of a kind." Yep. Um, and right away you notice, man, like you were saying, these are the whitest voices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really are. And so I w- I usually watch these movies with headphones, mm-hmm. so. I was able to hear all the incidental dialogue that they also recorded for. And like when the third guy comes in with his bird, you hear this guy in the background clear as day just say, well, must be bird day here. (laughs) 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 Like real sarcastically. And I'm like, oh, man, this dubbing is going to be bad. Yeah. Because like as they're chatting about their birds, you can hear other dialogue in the background like, 
I'll have one of the tasty cakes, please. And then like two seconds later, he's like, this cake is tasty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm losing my shit laughing at this so much that I'm kind of not paying attention to why these dudes are hanging out with their birds. Right. But it doesn't really matter because they're just sitting at the wrong place. They're they're at some douchebag's table. Yeah, douchebag, uh, martial art, badass guy. Yeah, this like this movie is hinged on just the dumbest incident. Like the way things escalate from this point Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. Yeah, because I mean, I I don't want to jump too far ahead in the movie, but there is a point later in the movie where like shit has gone down Mm -hmm. and these toughs are back at this restaurant. I am ninety nine percent sure they are sitting at a completely different table. Yeah, they're not at the, they're not at the table was like dead center in the room. Right, and they're not; they're somewhere else. I'm just saying. So, like, it's really just like they walked in, like, let's pick a fight because I don't think they even had a table. And quite honestly, that might not even be the reasoning behind this. It might have just been like, hey, give me your bird. Yeah, it's it's a weird. So, like, the one guy who's kind of left with his bird there is like, oh, I'm so sorry, we didn't mean to sit at your table. And he's like, that's fine, give me your bird. And he's like, but you don't understand. This bird's is, not for sale. Yeah. It's my bird. And he's like, well, he's like, I wasn't going to pay for it anyway. Yeah. Let's fight. Now, time to kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, so at another table in the corner is the hero of the movie. And he belongs to like just the the nice guy, you know, clan in town. And yeah. whenever they see trouble, they fucking go G.I. Joe that shit. And so he's like, well, a fight over a bird must stop this. So the hero being uh, Jimmy Wang Yu. Yes. He's a. Uh, fairly well-known guy he is and he wrote directed starred everything this yes uh he so this begins one of the 12 donnie brooks in this movie like many the majority of the fight scenes in this movie are gang based Mm -hmm. like it's just everybody right so that's kind of what's happening here but Eventually, it just gets to the point where the bad guy's like, "Man, you come well, fight he, us in the valley. He's we, kicking his ass, yeah. mostly. And they're most, I mean, the good guys are mostly winning. So they're just like, ah. Yeah. He's well, like, meet us at noon in the South Valley and we'll fight you there. And. But I think we smash cut the titles before that happens because. No, he, well, he makes the arrangement and mm-hmm. the hero guy says, all right, there's nothing I'd rather do and launches into this jump kick to hit the guy. And then it freeze frames on that and goes into the opening credits, which uh, are shaft. Uh-huh. The theme from shaft. <laughs> yes. Our played is played over the cre- opening credits and periodically throughout the movie. Strangely, it fits. Yeah, it works in this. It's not like when that bond music started in that other movie. Well, uh, that kind of fit too, but it, <sighs> Over the titles, you're immediately taken out of it. You're like, wait, hold on. What's happening here? But like every time they play it in the movie, it's like, yeah, all right. This is kind of okay. And now I kind of want it in all of these movies. Sure. (laughs) But yeah, it's the instrumental version from Shaft playing over the opening credits. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just the first half of the song. Right. There's there's, (laughs) the singing never kicks in. It never gets that weird. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh. This dub is so strange, but so eventually they go and fight in this valley, mm-hmm. which is another just kind of giant fight, and the bad guys kind of get their asses handed to them. Right. And basically go crying home to daddy. They go back to their evil master, mm-hmm. who's like, what's wrong with you? And what's wrong like, with you? Yeah, and they're like, ah, these guys jumped us. So immediately just lying about what happened. Mm-hmm. And... and <laughs> And then also something, and their master said you were a turd or something, just like, just totally making up everything. Right. So the good guys have gone home to their master and their master's like, I heard you got into a fight. 
You're not supposed to do that. And he's like, yeah, but the, the guy with the bird was being bullied. And they were like, okay, you gotta, you, you need to go do your penance. You got to go kneel in front of the temple and pray for forgiveness. Or... Right. And get spanked with a giant paddle. <laughs> right. Uh, meanwhile, the bad guys are like, well, fuck that. We're going over there. We're going to go show them what's what. Mm-hmm. And so they all show up and the, the good master's like, yeah, we took care of it. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. I, I apologize. And he's like, well, why aren't you on your knees? The guy's like, whoa, hold on. I don't, I don't mean any disrespect, but this is over nothing. This was dumb. You guys started it, and it's forget about it. And the guy's just like, fuck you. It's, it, mm-hmm. We fight now. Big, giant fight number two breaks out. Yeah, mostly centered on the, the two warring masters fighting. Right. Yeah. I mean, the other guys are fighting in the background, but it's this movie does like the kind of like Lord of the Rings thing where it's like, giant battles happening here, but let's watch these two yeah. in the center. Also, though, the bad guys have brought weapons, mm-hmm. and a couple guys get killed, mm-hmm. and also the weapons are have hidden weapons in them. Yeah, because they've got those, like, <laughs> handsicle-type things, yeah. and then, like, dude goes, and, like, daggers pop out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. But they don't get to do much, and they're eventually dispatched, and mm-hmm. the good master's basically like... Well, he takes, like, a sort of like a swipe on the shoulder, and he basically buries one of the sickles in the bad master's leg, yeah. and is like, all right. You know, could have crippled you, but I didn't. Yeah. So this is over. You need to yeah. get out. It's the end of this. And it's not the end of it. No. As these things go, the bad guys have just decided to double down on their dumb bullshit. Yeah. Because like he's like, well, we'll show them. We'll bring in some outside experts. Yeah. We'll bring in the comic book <laughs> villain ringers. Yeah. Which is a cavalcade of people like. <laughs> There, there's All a right. vampire. <laughs> there's a there's, there's three karate dudes from Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, the main guy kind of looks like a Shinto demon or something like that. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. fangs. His name is Jackal. Yep. Um, yeah. And yeah. And he's like just a, got two nondescript dudes that yeah. are like his trainees. judo and well, then yeah. And then there's like two judo dudes. Then there's like uh, wasn't there like a Thai kickboxer or something like that too or something like that. Uh, there were the two uh, Thailand boxers. Yeah. And then uh, well, two llamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two, two, two like Tibetan priests, like battle priests. But at first they're like, where are the llamas? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why are there going to be llamas? And then like they just kind of burst in through the ceiling and land. And there's some rivalry like the, the, the Japanese fighters like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. And they have to kind of squelch that. But there's a oh yeah there's a guy in blackface from india yeah who's a yoga expert which just means i don't know he like does this thing like watch me stab myself and then yoink and then pulls it out and is like haha i'm fine because i know yoga and it's like I, that's not how yoga works <laughs> i see people go to yoga all the time and i bet some of the people who've gone to yoga have been stabbed over the years <laughs> i don't quite but whatever this movie is just going off the rails in terms of just Hey, no one knows what these things are, so they're total goofy fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. So they've got this squad, and it's just, it just escalates again. Don't they just go back and? Yeah, pretty much. They're like, hey, let's let's we got the we got the crew here. Let's go get them. Yeah, and they just invade um, once again because like it does. It's not full on invasion right away. Mm-mm. Like there's they're picking fights like out in the streets with, oh, right. with they, small groups they, of them. They go to all the not fronts, but the the business operations of the good clan and they have like a textile mill and you know just legit businesses Mm -hmm. and they just go in they first they they go in and just they don't immediately start fucking murdering everyone but that's where it leads like when they go into this textile mill 
Well, they always like, there's like one guy who's like, hey, we got customers. And he always walks over and is like, doo, 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 doo. hey, how can I help you? Ah! Throat punch. Yeah. <laughs> so they always just like kill one dude like right away. And the other one's like, then just kind of fight their way. Yeah. Out. And then they have to go get the manager. And the manager comes out and is like, hey, stop this. <laughs> and then it's just, they're dunking guys in, in cauldrons of. <laughs> I, I like, I got to say, I. I don't know if this was ever actually a thing or just a thing in movies, mm-hmm. but um, the notion of business ranks based on how good your kung fu is yeah. needs to be a fucking thing again. Because <laughs> like man, you get a higher Yelp score if your kung fu is really good. Seriously, like if ever there was a like you know right now it's like oh do you want to go do some bullshit training on how to run Excel better? No, <laughs> I want to learn how to like rip a dude's throat out like in the in the thirty sixth chamber of Shaolin like. Uh-huh. And I, you're you got you're fucking going places. <laughs> <laughs> Head straight. To, you're going to be a VP in no time. So I like this idea. Like I would totally, yeah. I would totally train for work if if sure. it meant you know getting some badass kung fu skills. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. But like along the way, it's mentioned the 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 bad guys have kind of mentioned like, oh, this is all about opium. We want to do our opium sales, and these mm-hmm. guys keep fucking it up. That's kind of how they tie it into it not being a complete misunderstanding the whole time. Sure, they just turn it into well. They keep busting up our opium operations. Let's just murder them all once and for all and be done with it. So, yeah, they they just they keep going into these places of business and just systematically murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it just kind of gets back to the, the good master. And he's like, I guess we got to brace for a fight. They're all going to come here and right. time to fight them. And eventually they do. They show up and yeah, it's a it, it's weird because it's, it's sort of like a dance battle, like a one on one dance battle because they're like. They bring out their next guy. They're like, yeah. "Who will face me?" And it's like, it's "My turn." Yeah, like you're about to get served. But it's it's a death. It's a dance to the death dance battle. Yeah, each time and like every time someone is just massacred, the next guy is so eager to step up. Mm-hmm. Like three or four dudes are dispatched before. Eventually, I think our main hero is like, "All right, enough of this shit." Mm-hmm. Um, and like one of the <laughs> one of the llama dudes has this thing where he just inflates himself. Yeah. Okay. So before we go on with this this crazy battle and, mm-hmm. and all all of its fun, I, I have to point out that like the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So so far we're forty five minutes. This in. is halfway through the movie. Yeah. And and so far there are there are no one armed people. No, there aren't. <laughs> so I I and I didn't know who the one armed boxer was. Yep. So I was watching this whole movie, sort of like an open choose your own adventure version of Hot Tub Time Machine, <laughs> <laughs> where I was just like. Oh shit! Is it? Oh no, that's not he, like anytime something sharp came out, I was like, "Oh shit, arms about to come out!" No, no. no. See, I thought it was going to be a character who then showed up to like oh, help right. out. Yeah, I, I thought it, it was going to like all possibly. of a sudden the one arm boxer is here. I, yeah, that 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 would have worked too. So, but I, when the movie didn't start with that character, yeah. I just assumed that like somebody was going to lose an arm, and so I was. Just, I am now halfway through this movie. It was goofy ass. <laughs> well, not goofy ass music. It's good music, sure. kind of out of place music. Yeah, goofy ass dubbing. Yeah. And this, like, bait trail of where's the one-armed boxer going to be? So, like, which every, one is it? Every time there's something sharp or somebody's getting murdered, I'm just waiting for somebody's arm to come off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they are five or six fights into this dance battle, mm-hmm. and that's when our hero is like, all right, my turn. I'm going to fight vampire guy. Mm-hmm. So they go to fight, and basically throughout this entire movie, it's basically just established that the good guys kind of suck. Like, they're just not going to win this. Mm-hmm. They're just get, being systematically eliminated, and there's no reason for them to ever recover from this, because they're just getting the fuck beat out of them at all times. I, I think 
I think it was, there was somebody else that didn't leave the ring, like you know, winter stays kind of battle. Oh yeah, um, that the that hero dude went after. Okay, um, because like he didn't he didn't start with that. I think he he because he won. He was the only one who like. All right, won yeah, one. he did. He did defeat one guy. Yeah, I mean, it didn't kill him. No, because they just kind of keep coming back. Like, yeah. Because I think it was actually like, oh yeah, he chucked the uh, the racist Indian stereotype dude out out the like through the wall. Yeah, there's a lot of through wall because like, he, he scene. did this whole that dude did this whole dumb like stand on my head hands thing and speed up the film as he goes around the dude and then yeah. just like comes at him and like ripped his eyes out or something and like killed him. Yeah. Well, what's confusing about all this is so like hero comes in and he's like, all right, meet me now. We're gonna put a stop to this, but. What happens is, is that the vampire guy basically goes in to do the thing where you like he kind of like goes to Seagal him where he's going to break his arm, mm-hmm. but basically punches him at the shoulder and just punches his arm off. Mm-hmm. And that's it for him. He's like, well, as it should be. <laughs> sure. So immediately, like dudes come in and are like, we must take him to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they drag him out of there. Now. Most films, you're like, okay, well, that's the end of this scene. No, the battle continues. Right. Like, a couple more dudes, I think that's when the yoga guy gets involved, because, like, the the bigger husky good guy, mm-hmm. the older mentor kind of guy kind of gets in there, and he gets he gets wrecked by the yoga guy. Right. And that's when the master is like, all right, I got to put a stop to this. I'll be the one. And he gets his shit wrecked. Yeah. yeah and, I just know, that I know uh, whatever his character... Uh, the main guy, yeah. like he beat somebody. Yeah, because oh, yeah. like it was, he beat it, one guy because like you know it was just all these underlings dying at the hands of the bad guys, and it was like all right, who's going to be good enough? And at least he was good enough to beat one or two right. two people, and then yeah, Army loses an arm. And yes, he gets you know pawned a babbin, and <laughs> and uh, like yeah, they drag him off this because yeah, then the master's like oh shit, you know this is mm-hmm. is very disarming, and <laughs> I'm going to get in there and fight and. Uh, Basically, you get some sort of like chest punch. It, it, it's not really ever made exactly clear what they do, but like somebody just like punches through his chest practically. Yeah. And then it does this weird like shining cut where it's like they're all kind of still fighting to like suddenly they're all dead on the floor kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because once the master goes down, they're all like, oh shit, it's on, and yeah. everyone fights, and then it cuts to all of them dead. Right. <laughs> which and master some- in the center. Yeah. yeah. Which also somehow includes the guys who are carrying our hero to the hospital because they cut to him and he's just crawling down a dirt road, right? Bleeding profusely and eventually just goes. Eh. And then that's when a kindly old man and his, I guess, daughter find him and they're like, Oh, it's been a long day. Oh no. And then Holy shit movie. What? Like there are six promotional photographs and then his recovery is done. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never seen a montage like this. Before. I'm going to go with this is part of the dubbing hack. You think? Yeah. OK. I think this movie was probably like over two hours and they just wanted it to be 90 minutes. Maybe. But like even the IMDb says it's the correct running time. So is it? OK, I, I, I immediately started research. I'm like, did they fucking cut this movie? Because that's stupid. But no, what happens is you just see like. Here he is in bed, and here he is being fed soup. Okay, and yeah, here, it's, it's possible. I mean, it just—I I think they may have done that themselves. I think like maybe this movie okay. came. Maybe they were like, "We got to get from point A to point B, and there's no time for that." But basically, you get—it's like that first episode of Mister Show where they're like, "Here are some stills from a scene that was not very funny, so we're just gonna skip by it." Mm-hmm. And then it's just like him and the the girl at a waterfall, like they've been doing this for years. And he's just like, I don't want to look at the waterfall anymore. And she's like, what's happened to you? You're not the man I know. Mm-hmm. 
this is just such a <laughs> yeah because what happened he's like i gotta take revenge and she's like no no that's not the right thing yeah but, you're a one-armed man in an ass-kicking contest yeah it's <laughs> she's like maybe you haven't noticed but <laughs> they have two arms and you have one right. and he's just got this like sleeve that just like in the wind is oh yeah blowing i could do anything you could do really <laughs> clap <laughs> yeah so it's it's really not long after this to where like it's revealed like um my grandfather has a potion That'll just turn you into one punch man and you can murder people with one punch. Yeah. When she said potion, I was like, I thought it meant to like regrow his arm or something. <laughs> no, that would be ridiculous. Well, <laughs> look, I'm just saying it's fucking weird. Like the, the, the leap in logic in, in what is the, what they are saying on the screen. I know. Led me to believe that it was some kind of like lizard juice that was going to make him regrow his goddamn arm or something. Well, then that would have been the dumbest, like the only one arm boxer part of the movie would have been in those six photographs. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But I'll give you that. I thought the same thing. I thought they were going to say, you know, we can regrow your arm, but no, it's but, just. But she goes like, in order for it to work, you've got to burn your hand. Yeah, you've got to you've and, got to and, kill and he, all the nerves. And he, she's he's like, all right, so cut to because this movie wastes no time. It's no. like he has concocted this fire pit thing, mm-hmm. and goddamn, the fucking shaft music kicks in again <laughs> as he is jabbing his hand in these hot embers and holding it there and screaming. And she's like, oh yeah, it's going to be very painful, <laughs> and like pulling out this like increasingly <laughs> chunks of flesh have chipped off my arm thing, which. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, I, I think I might have just like clockwork oranged myself for the fucking shaft theme now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it certainly gives you a different impression of that music. Yeah. It goes on. Like, he, this is not like, okay, I'll stick my hand in the fire, that'll burn the nerves and that'll be it. No, he does it eight times. Mm-hmm. Each time they have just doused him in sweat and he is screaming and yeah. eventually he's biting his lip so hard that blood is pouring out of him. Yeah, it's like if Paul Atreides had gone back for like three more <laughs> times into the fucking pain box. It's like, <laughs> like uh, that's not that's not quite disgusting enough. Let's just go back in there. Yeah. And then Grandpa comes out with the with the potion and is like, all right, put your dead hand in here. And he does. And it goes. he's like, well, this is going to take about six months. But yeah. Basically, he becomes the man with the iron fist. Yeah, pretty much. Um, because he's got this, uh, he's just like, finally, I guess, six months later, I don't know, or, you know, 30 seconds later in film time. He, he I, is, they say something, it's going to take a month. Some, I thought it was like six months. I thought it was like another like really long time. It, anyway, it felt but like, like it. <laughs> he's just like, boop, I'm back. And, you know, I've got a, you know, regular shirt with one sleeve tied up mm-hmm. sort of. And he's just like, all right, trying to get this thing a try and just like punches through a tree or something and then is like hey watch this and like punches one uh leg of like this pagoda type thing yep um you know like a little garden pagoda and mm-hmm. like and it's just like the whole thing falls down like he he also used like the wave punch that yeah. the that the karate dude was using where yep. it was like split all of them at once in one punch and and she's like, hey, so you're making a mess like <laughs> yeah i didn't think you were going to do this and then it's like, all right, let's go to the city. Yeah, he's like, I'm, re- I'm I guess I'm ready. Yeah. So and I was this their plan because she goes and sits in the restaurant. I they and both like, they, they both they, go. They both go towards the city, but then it's just like she's sitting at the restaurant and and evil asshole guy is alone with one of the one of the henchmen. I don't even remember which one of the like the comic book villains he was sitting there with. Yeah. Um 
But like he just was the judo guy. Like they don't have like any entourage at this point. He's just no. sitting there, or at least that you don't think they do. Well, they've taken over the town. All yeah. the good, the good because uh, they've literally taken over the good dojo. So the guy's like, "Why so sad?" You know, being <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Well, you know, like, we haven't got paid yet." Yeah, we. Well, he, I thought he was just like, "Oh, we won," but you know, there's no pretty girls in this town. But the first thing he says is like, "Your master oh. left town to go get her money. He's been gone a long time. I want my money." Yeah. And he's like, "The other thing is that you don't have any pretty girls in this town." And he's just like, "Hey." There's Coincidence one. right behind you. Yeah. And he's like, watch this. <laughs> he and just goes over and goes, well. He's like, well, you want to order a pizza to get down? <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like pizza? <laughs> he goes over and says something really dumb. Like, well, talk about pretty. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, nope. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, so you want to? I don't know. I, I was just inventing other corny things he could have said there. Like, yeah. All of it was just like. Hey. Yeah. Hey, you're did, a lady. Did it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just immediately launches into whatever that is. Meanwhile, uh Hero has gone to uh the is it the where all the guys are learning judo? Um sure. Doesn't he wander I in there he, first? I thought he busted into on this. I thought like cuz she was just like, "No, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that." Yeah. Cuz she was just like, "All right, seriously, like danger stranger danger. I'm going to start walking away." <laughs> yeah. And he grabs her and she slaps him across the face, which right. like leaves finger marks on his face and he's right. like, "Grab her." Right. Which is like, yeah. And that's when you realize like the rest of the restaurant was all their goons too. Exactly. So they're dragging him off and then he comes in all fucking like Eastwood style like, you know, "I'm back." Yeah. I thought you were dead. Yeah. He's like, "I'm not." That's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> that is almost the dialogue that happens. Yeah. And he just kind of, I mean, he's got the power of one punching people to death Mm -hmm. and pretty much does that to which she is like, oh, God, you killed these people. (laughs) And he's like, I know. (laughs) And she's like, but you weren't going to. He's like, yes, I was. (laughs) Totally was. (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've got priors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's when he goes to the training academy because there's a bunch of people in there learning. Mm -hmm. And he just comes in. Yeah, this, like, is, this is practically the rest of the movie, right? Because he, he, he basically just shows up and is like, hey, where's the master dude? Yeah. I mean, there's like one final scene, but this is this is the bulk of the rest of the movie right here because he basically walk, busts in and is like, where's your master? And they're like, hey, how about you ask us nicely? And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, punch and starts like murdering dudes again. Yeah. Which this just, this just becomes like. Everybody versus him. They mm-hmm. they kind of kindly take turns and in, in, in they're sort of their little groups, but. Which is nice. Yeah. But I mean, he's murdering fools like left and right, or I guess just left. But uh, <laughs> sorry, that was not intended. <laughs> um, of course not. And, <laughs> but, you know, he's, he's still like kind of getting his ass kicked along the way. Like he's sure. not, he's not like just straight up Neo through the Matrixing, you know, everybody. No, but the problem is that he has this power but he's not using it he's because the movie dictates there has to be fighting he can't just go around and just punch everyone so there has to be fighting for each it it seems like he has opportunities to punch a lot more people mm-hmm. a lot quicker but sure. doesn't um but i mean he's he's getting kind of beat yeah. up and bloodied and everything and, yeah um somebody comes in and it's just like one of the one of the higher ups of the comic book villains comes in and it's just like Hey, who are you? And he's like, "What? You don't remember me? I'm I'm the guy." Yeah. And there's like, "Oh, oh shit, yeah, yeah okay, should have killed get, you." Yeah, get you, get him. Yeah, and basically whittles his way down towards the end, where and it's just like, 
somebody comes in and is like, hey, the master's out here. Or no, he, he sends a message. He's like, leaves one alive and is like, tell your master I'll mm-hmm. be out of the quarry at yep. 3 p.m. or something like that. High noon. I don't know. Yeah. Come see me. So yeah, we go to a, a weird, creepy, smoky quarry. Mm-hmm. And the remaining dudes all show up, and it's kind of a one-on-one thing. The no, correct me if I'm wrong, because like I'm I'm gonna be honest, like I I was I was enjoying the shit out of this movie, <clears throat> but something about the dubbing being so repetitive uh-huh. and like everyone kind of having the exact same volume of their voice, yeah, I was having a very hard time staying awake, sure, just because of the audio, sure, and and like every time I'd open my eyes, I'm like, fuck, like damn it, like, <laughs> and I'd actually back up, and I you know I I'm. Just saying, I may have missed a thing or two here and there, but I did like go back and try to rewatch the parts that I missed. Okay. Did the actual bad master dude ever get his? Yes. Because I that I that I missed. Okay. It It must have been like super quick. It is super quick and kind of disappointing because so what happens is okay, first like the the yeah, like the karate, the boxer guys from Taiwan yeah, the, or whatever. Those guys come out and I like they had this whole like warm up thing, and I think he was just like fuck that shit, yeah. and like in the middle of their warm up dances, like goes over he, and he does the thing where he kind of launches like Christopher Reeve Superman style with his fist and mm-hmm. just flies into people and punches them. Um, so he's dispatching these evil super villain characters. The the vampire guy won't go down and help because the llamas are down there, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to defend them. They're, they can get theirs. So eventually, like the bad guy, is, he and another dude are up on a cliff and they're like, fuck this. Let's just start chucking explosives down at him. <laughs> so they just start lighting like dynamite and throwing it down at them. OK. And eventually uh, the main dude grabs one and throws it back up at them. And then the cliff side just explodes. OK. And then you see like two dummies fall. So it's like he gets his, but it's just like. Eh, yeah, because you know, I mean, the, the, it's mid battle, too. It's not right. like it's at a that's, dramatic point. That's what I think. I, I, I somehow blinked and yeah. missed it. But y- like, yes, um, <laughs> you because, totally could. Like the the big, big battle is like when he finally gets down to like, you know, vampire demon dude. Right. Because um, he's the guy who killed the master. Arm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, I mean, because like that's a that's a more much more drawn out fight. Yeah. Because um, he gets his ass handed to him for yeah. a lot of it. So there was like a brief flashback before he went to this, like because the other thing about the the father daughter that rescued him mm-hmm. is like they, they also taught him medicine, I guess. Sure. Which one of them was you know different pressure points and you know right things like that. So like there was this brief flashback where he got yeah you know, like I guess he went back and said like hey I fought these monk dudes and they were impenetrable and he's mm-hmm. like oh not impenetrable you just have to know where it hit him here's right. the secret spot under the arm six inches over yeah. here but hit him right there yeah like I don't know where these charts came from <laughs> who made yeah. these <laughs> but uh, yeah it so. was a monk doctor doctor monk <laughs> doctor monk yeah <laughs> good <laughs> uh yeah so i mean he's he he wrecks everybody the vampire guy's the only one left they have a long drawn out like seven to ten minute fight um and you know I, both of them get wrecked throughout this but eventually he does punch the fuck out of that guy um and leaves him in a puddle <laughs> mm-hmm. and once he's done it's just like well all right and these movies end much like the other movies end. You get a little bit of satisfaction of guy walking off like, okay, he's done. He's done what he had to do. But right. nothing after that. Like, he doesn't go home to his, <laughs> that girl or the old man or anything. It's over. Yeah. Now, I, I don't, like a lot of these, I don't try to, I try not to read too much online about other people's opinions mm-hmm. before we come and talk about them and all that. Uh-huh. Um, 
this one I I went digging just a little bit because I was very curious about their archetypes, their sometimes horribly racist archetypes for the different countries, <laughs> right? And, and and whatnot. And I was trying to figure out what the deal, like why the dude had vampire teeth and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And um, that like my theory is the best I could come up with. Like nobody was specific. I didn't crib that from anywhere. I was just like, oh, he yeah, he kind of looks like a Tenju like mm-hmm. Chinto demon kind of thing or yeah. something like that. I, I you know I guess that's they were just like, oh, people think he looks Japanese. You know, mm-hmm. if we do this, mm-hmm. um. And and so just in, just in looking for that, I kind of came across some, some some things that, while they seem a little bit like hyperbole, yeah, um, they're they're kind of interesting because if you think about this, I mean, this was, I mean, granted, in 1972, like it, the Asian cinema had started to try to get a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I feel like they were very basic film like there wasn't a lot of people like doing a lot of uh, risks. You yeah. know, it was just like here's here's the cut and paste formula. You know. Da, 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 into this and you know, credits. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like some people were saying like, you know, like Jimmy Wang is basically like the Asian Sam Peckinpah okay. and things like that, which I know a lot of this comes across as cheesy because of, this, of the dubbing and whatnot. Right. But like there are very interesting like quick flashes like when Western, you know, American Western and, and Spaghetti Western like influences in the filmmaking in this. Mm-hmm. Um, they feel a little goofy and cheesy kind of like in a mystery science theater way, but like at the same time, I think like even just trying this was new and exciting. Oh yeah, you know. So I, I just kind of wanted to say that like there there is there is some style to some of this filmmaking and and it's and I think it also it's not just in style of filmmaking it's that like this is pretty damn bloody too. You know, it, it is especially I mean, for that time period. It's like I, I believe the casino was also seventy two, mm-hmm. and it's it's another film you look at and it's kind of basic. Like the fighting in this, there are some interesting outcomes to it, but a lot of it is kind of like. I don't want to say sloppy because it's definitely not, but it's it's not as strictly choreographed as some of the later ones that we've gotten used to. Right. So there's a lot of just get in there and do whatever. And a lot of it you can tell isn't making contact and stuff like that. They they tighten up all that stuff as the years go on. But still, I think like this movie and the casino in 72 seem pretty shocking because they are very violent, mm-hmm. more more so than a lot of the later ones we watched. I mean, the 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 peck and paw thing does seem sure apt because his you know his movies would just have these explosions of violence and just blood everywhere and you're like right. god um yeah i totally get that so yeah, yeah i guess uh rate this sucker okay <laughs> so i'm somewhere between a 2 and a 3 i i enjoyed watching this i i was a little disappointed that most of the fight scenes are giant crowd-based fight scenes and not they will slow it down every once in a while and just do a one-on-one thing but a lot of it and it's it's like there's so much going on that you don't exactly know what you're supposed to be looking at i'm kind of interested in watching this again subtitled Mm -hmm. like just to see if it's even giving off the same kind of vibe i think i can go ahead and give it three jocks it's it's very entertaining and they did either the company that came in later or they themselves did take out what was going to be the least interesting part of the movie, which was just him being nursed back to health. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's not a lot of fluff in this. I mean, it's like point A to point B, a couple of sentences. Now we fight and then there's 10 minutes of fighting and then move on to the next thing. And, you know, it's surprisingly violent in a lot of ways. And it's got a lot of stuff that you probably aren't used to seeing the whole super villains. <laughs> there's, there's one shot where they come into the do- Like when they come in for the final battle at the, at the, the good guys, the good masters place where that's where they 
kill him. Mm-hmm where they're all just in a row and they all walk in very slowly with their dumb, colorful outfits and everything. I was like, that's a cool shot. I, that's That would make a good poster. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's one of those things where there's a bunch of stuff in it that you just hadn't seen before. And and if you had told me this was a 1972 brother Shaw Brothers movie, I wouldn't have. I mean, aside from a little bit more of it being outside, the sets kind of look the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the costuming is where there's a... A difference i think mm-hmm. i think you can look at the costuming and it's like there's more color in it than a lot of the early shaw brothers movies but it they don't seem that different at this stage yeah i so. think the, i think the dubbing is the thing that would give it away because i mean the yeah. sound effects are all wrong for right. a shaw, yes. shaw movie um, absolutely uh yeah so i mean i was i'm sitting between a three and a four jocks okay. um and you kind of went high i think i'm gonna go low and give it a three right. and the reason i'm doing that is because um like I think I want to like this movie more, but the the dubbing, the the just the fact that the sound effects just don't feel right. Um, even though I kind of like the music, ultimately, like it's just it's it's a yank you out of the experience uh, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's and, cool. Don't yeah. get us wrong, but right. And the, and the weird thing is, like, and I'm gonna have to give it like the other reason for the going lower is the the fucking Indian dude. Like, that's just like, yeah. it's so dumb. Like I, and unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, there's, you, you've skipped a whole lot of Asian countries that you could have just been yourself. Yeah. Like with other styles one up. and things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't ever, it's never, it's never right. Don't, <laughs> don't do brown or black or whatever face. Just no. Don't. It, it just generally looks dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and it's weird because like, I, I feel like I'd be pretty high in this movie without those factors involved because while the drug, like, while the, while the center sequence where he should be re- rehabilitating is weird, I was like, oh, thank God we're not watching that. Like, yeah. I mean, I was in the, yeah. that mode of this mood movie, like where <laughs> right. I was like, murder, 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 like go, go, go. Yeah. And like when when I was like, oh no, we're about to have some sort of like mending sequence that's, and then one final battle. Like we've done all these battles, and then we're gonna have this like thirty minute sequence of nothing and fifteen minutes of final battle. And it was just like, nah, fuck that shit. Here's some photos. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of very thankful. <laughs> sure. Um, it's just it's when it's it happens, you're jarring, just like, yeah. what? <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, it, it reminded me of like the old, uh, really cheap movie trailers they used to do, where they didn't even like try to do scenes from the movie. It was just like here's some production stills, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's like me trying to get around the YouTube censors, right? Um, all this talk about the dubbing, though, I do want to say, like, aside from the snippets of background audio where it's clearly just someone's trying to have a good time, because later, like, they're in a crowd scene, and there, I, I again, I'm just hearing people just be like, "Hey, come try this meat. You'll really like it." Just weird shit like that, but. The main dialogue, as super white and stilted as it is, it's never disrespectful. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It it it's it never wanders into that. They're just making shit up. I mean, they are being faithful to the script. I think. Yeah. And it it never goes comical after the first burst of oh god, these guys are super white and this doesn't match at all. I mean, like they're using proper names and and mm-hmm. villages and clan names and stuff like that. That stuff's all intact. Yeah. They're not like, go see Master John. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. None of that. I mean, there's one, God, there's one guy, uh, like when the bad guy is, is setting up is like time to recruit all the supervillains. And there's this weird, like super 
just smiling idiot grinning all the time guy and i'm like oh man please don't do anything with this guy and all they do is like whenever he he does this weird thing when he's acknowledging the evil master he just kind of like moves his head around in this circular motion while grinning and they will just dub in this like it's like whenever i'm like if that's the worst it's going to get that's fine because that guy's weird anyway so Mm -hmm. but yeah as as off-putting as some of the dubbing is just it is not it is not disrespectful in any way. Yeah. So it, it is funny, like the the background players or even like ancillary characters who probably had a voice in the original version, yeah. like not the just the people that would have been like, you know, um like the waiter dudes were just like like they were so enthusiastic about their lines. It was kind of funny, like there's like they yeah. When they go one tea for you, sir. They go okay, so they go back to that when hero and girlfriend show back up at the the tea establishment. All the waiters are just carrying around these giant kettles and they sit down and the guy's, you know, he's just like, two cups of your tea, please. And he just goes, bought a tea for these five people over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes off. But he's also carrying this giant kettle of tea. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But yeah, they're super stoked about it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're so into their lines. <laughs> so, yeah, it's an experience. Um, I I, I want to seek out a proper version and just see, like, if that center section is indeed missing and if the how weird the well what's going to be really weird is if a completely different scenario happens for master of the flying guillotine like if it's not dubbed by the same people like that's actually going to be almost even weirder yeah also another thing that happens is like because there will be several english dubs over the years like if like Mm -hmm. the version of this that's on like dvd or whatever has a different english dub that's going to bother me because like this is my english dub (laughs) now i have to have this Mm, yeah so yeah Boy, these things are... <sighs> yeah, yeah, spoilers. We're probably doing Master of the Fine Guillotine next episode. I believe that's going to yeah. ha- That's why we're here now, and that's what's <laughs> yeah. going to happen. So. And then, then we will merge back into yeah. Shaw Brothers traffic yes. uh, properly. <laughs> yes, right back in to that pattern. Um, yeah, that one is also on Amazon Prime, so if you want to jump ahead and be ready for us next mm-hmm. week, by all means, uh, I... I I have no idea what to expect from that. I yeah, really I know. That's don't. what I'm saying. It's like if it's put out by a different <laughs> yeah. production company, it may have a, subtitles for all we know. Yeah. Like that could, that that would be the weirdest. I mean, even going from one dub to another would be weird. I think going to full on subtitles is going to be even would be even stranger. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if like it's suddenly <laughs> like you're like, oh, shit, all this music like really serious. And <laughs> all of that goofy shit was so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I then again, then again, it could be the fucking empire to Star Wars anyway. Yeah. We, we will never know unless we do lots of research lots. that we probably won't do. No, we just move on. <laughs> uh, I do want to say that the main guy is pretty charismatic and, and oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I'm aware of him peripherally, but mm-hmm. not, you know, I couldn't pinpoint things that I've seen that he's done. This obviously is one, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy seems pretty cool, mm-hmm. and he's and a he's triple got, he's, threat. He's got a couple of Shaw movies too, okay. so okay. we could possibly find our. One and I was, I, was and I think he actually did one called the One Arm Swords or the One Arm Swordsman or something like that. One, one, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those came. There's like three of those that came up. Yeah, during the search, on. I think he was just doing okay. this whole thing. Like, watch, I can fight with one arm. Look what I can do. <laughs> yeah, um, one arm tied behind my back. That's kind of something I was curious about. If these two studios had like contracts or something like that, where the, or how freely performers and directors were able to move back and forth i it seemed like maybe they would be locked up into some sort of like now you belong to this because you know 
I wonder if like he there's some hinky shit with these studios at times. And I wonder if like <laughs> under contract he had to use the other arm when he did the Shaw Brothers. Like <laughs> you yeah. must use like, your right arm. No, no, no. The... we we hold the copyright to the left-handed <laughs> one arm character of you. Of you. You can no longer say, oh, yeah. You have to say, ooh, yeah. I can see that shit going down now. I don't know back then, but I guess we'll find out. So if you want to send us an email about any of the movies we've been watching for BAMFcast Extra or should watch, uh, send it to bmf at bmfcast.com. And someone did. Mm -hmm. We have an email from a one Jack. Jack. Jack, who uh, sent us a suggestion for a Shaw Brothers movie. He says, hey, guys. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, he says, hi, guys. Oh. I'm so glad you've been covering the Shaw Brothers filmography. They have many a great and crazy movie, as we've uh, learned. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you've already been planning it, but if, if not, I'd highly recommend you check out the Shaw Brothers movie, The Boxer's Omen. Oh, does it's... he have both hands or arms? <laughs> <laughs> it ha- uh, it's a crazy tale of black magic, crummy spider effects, and kung fu. It's like Mystics in Bali, but with a kung fu twist. It's one heck of a ride. All the best, Jack. Okay. Boxer's Omen. It, sure. I, yeah, we'll put it on the list. I like crummy spider effects. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what crummy spider effects are, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks, Jack. Uh, we will look into that one. We've we've got our movie for next week, but mm-hmm. after that, you know, we are wide open. Yeah, I suppose we could swerve and back in with that. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows where the winds will take us yeah. on Banff? I guess it, I guess it depends on how much boxing uh, one or two armed happens next week. That's true. I think he's just going to be swinging, swinging around his gillet. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, whoosh. but we'll find out. So uh, thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Really appreciate that. Uh, if you're not, that's all right. We appreciate the fact that you want to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for coming along, even if it's a month later. We're having a good time. Yeah, we're having a good time. We have fun. We do. So, until next week when we have more fun, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Fabcast Sector out. Bam-cast.